When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Game six tonight, Celtics hosting the Warriors, and we're getting you caught up on everything you need to know on ESPN Radio. That game coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN Radio stations. It's Canny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN App Series XM Channel 80. Sitting in for the guys, Harry Douglas, I'm Jason Fitz, and if you've ever listened to me before on Spain and Fitz, if you've listened to Spain and Fitz before, you know that one of our favorite things to do when we're leading into NBA action is get some of the guys and girls that are on the call to hang out with us. I I love that we're going to get to do that right now with P.J. Carlissimo, one of the best in the business. If you haven't listened to the work that we're doing on ESPN Radio to the game, you should. It's really sensational to listen to. He'll be on the call tonight. Uh, P.J., always appreciate you. I'm going to ask you to put your coaching hat back on and, and look at the Celtics with the turnover problem. What solves it when you haven't been able to solve it throughout the course of the entire playoffs? Well, it's tough. And uh, Jason, Harry, good to be with you, first of all. Um, they know. It, it, the problem now is uh, and it, it only happens during the playoffs where these teams know each other so well, and particularly when you get you know to the, to the finals, when you've got an East team against a West team, and maybe they didn't know each other quite as well when, when it first started. You get five games in, and everybody knows everything. They know all the calls. They know what way guys like to go. They know who they got to close on. They know who not to. And ability becomes a big factor, and the defense usually controls what's going on, and that's what's happening right now. And you've seen it both ways. The first thing to realize is both of these teams have turnover problems and have had all year. They're two of, considering that it's the two best teams in the NBA, and, and one of them is going to be an NBA champion within four days. Um, they turn the ball over a lot, both of them, um, and they they like three point shots. They like to play inside out, and the problem when you when you play inside out or when you like to shoot the ball quickly, and and both of them would prefer that against you know the the other team's defense because their defenses are so good in the half court. It, it just it's a little more challenging, and nobody knows it better than uh, JT and, and Jalen and. Uh, Marcus Smart, who have the ball in their hands most of the time, and that's why they have the most turnovers. And everybody's going, why? It's the three best players have all the turnovers. Well, the three best players have the ball in their hands all the time. Um, that's why they're turning it over. Uh, the defense that Golden State likes to play is, is, is a little bit different than uh, the way the Celtics play. And the problem, uh, Jalen and Jason are so good taking the ball to the rim and usually getting fouled or finishing there, uh, both these teams are really good, have really good rim protectors, and they're getting themselves in trouble, and they're at times over-penetrating. Um, M.A. has a great uh, term. He calls it hunting fouls, and Jason in particular, he'll, he'll over-penetrate, or he'll like go in and shoot it, and I know he's still trying to make the shot, but he's also used to going in there and getting fouled, so he's, he's going in and maybe trying to get fouled as much as he's trying to make the basket. And that gets you in trouble. And when you have a couple of really good shots, you know, Draymond Green is one of the better defensive players in the league, along along with Marcus Smart. And then their other people are really good also. They've got length. 
Devon Looney's excellent shot blocker. So they have people who are athletic and long, and the guys get in trouble. And it's easy to say, well, he should just stop a couple feet short. Um, but they, they, the help doesn't come until they get kind of deep in there. So it's kind of what they want to do is get in there and penetrate. And if the help's not there quick enough, they want to shoot the ball and they want to finish or they want to get fouled. If the help does come early or at the appropriate time, then they want to kick it out to the three-point shooters. And it gets messy when some of the three-point shooters are not making shots. Uh, and, and a lot of these shots are open shots, and a lot of them are shots they got in the first couple of games, and the bench in particular was, was playing really well and making all these shots. And now the combination of your deeper into the playoffs, um, you got a team that's probably a little more tired. Boston's a little more tired, I think, um, than Golden State is. Just they've played more games, and uh, the way they went through the playoffs was probably a little more challenging. And it's, it's hard. I mean, it's just ground down. And every time they go into the lane, either team, uh, it's like an adventure. Like, what's going to happen? Is, is the help going to be there? Are these guys going to overpenetrate? Are they going to kick out? So it's, uh, I'm not saying it's good. That the numbers, you guys know the numbers, I'm sure, better than, better than we do. When the Celts turn it over, what's the number? I think 16 is the magic number. 16 mm-hmm. or more times they lose. When they turn it over less than that, they win. It's not that simple, but turnovers are going to be huge. They will be huge tonight, but it may be – Golden State's problem tonight. Golden State doesn't have quite as dramatic the numbers uh, that Boston has at this point in, in the series. But uh, whichever team turns it over the most tonight, if it's a big number, is going to be a major factor in the game. But I feel badly because these really talented players are getting themselves in trouble by going to the rim and doing what against most teams work. But it, they're, they're doing it against each other, against really good help defensive teams that both happen to have really good rim protection, uh, you know, length and guys who are capable of maintaining their verticality or blocking shots inside. Coach, one more before we let you go. Sorry. No, No, it's okay. We got one more for you before we let you go. We know you got other business to attend to. Andrew Wiggins have played some great basketball for the Golden State Warriors. He's really stepped up tremendously. Uh, 26 points, 13 rebounds in game five, five for six from the field and five rebounds in the fourth quarter. Why has he had no so turnovers. much success? Exactly. Why, why do you think he's had so much success? Well, he's extremely – he's really talented. He's really athletic. And he's finally – he's found a home. And he doesn't have to be the best player on his team. And he doesn't have to have people say, hey, you're the number one pick. Why are you not doing ABC? Uh, I mean, he, he's certainly not an afterthought, particularly after the two games he's had. But with all the help defense that we're talking about, He's got to run like he's running in from the wing. And the truth is, they're shocked. He never had more than 11 rebounds in a game till game four. You're talking one of the better athletes in the league. Never had more than 11 rebounds in a game one time. Not, not one time ever against the worst teams in the league against anybody. He's focused now on rebounding. And he understands that rebounding is really important. And when you play with Steph and Clay and even Draymond, who's a really good passer with the ball, and, the, you know, other teams' defenses are fo- focused on stopping these other guys. You, you, it's not that they're not guarding them, but he's got, it's a lot easier for him than it used to be, and he's taking advantage of it. And really, it's like a light bulb has gone off, and he understands now, this is what I need to do in this series. I need to, to do a good job on the boards. The Celtics still out-rebounding them, but, the, you know, like the, remember the big swing between, was it three and four, like the one game was completely dominated on the boards by Boston? and then it completely turned around in game four by Golden State. 
Um, I, I think Andrews just bought in and understands his role better than he has at any time. It's going to be interesting to see. And Steve talked about it. Uh, Steve Kerr, not that he thinks it's going to happen, but he goes, realize that here I'm going to hold these two games up to him and say, hey, in the, in the NBA Finals, you got 16 boards in game four, and you got 13 in game five. We need that on a regular basis because that's never occurred uh, in his career. So it's just he, he picked a great time to step up, but he was not a number one pick by accident. He's a really talented player with great length uh, and, and great athletic ability. So he should be a factor on the boards uh, with, with his uh, ability. PJ, we appreciate, as always, pass along our regards to the entire team. You guys have done a great job on the broadcast throughout the playoffs and through the finals. We're looking forward to it, Testy Doris and I. appreciate it. Uh, great being with both of you. Thank you very much. P.J. Carlissimo, you can check him out tonight on the call. Speaking of tonight, want a chance to win some cash just by tuning in to Game 6? Who doesn't want free stuff? Come on. Listen to the NBA Finals tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, for the chance to win $6,000. That's right, six grand tonight. You got a chance to win it. All you got to do is listen to the NBA Finals at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. All right, the Golden State Warriors are in the middle of this great moment, this great dynasty, this great, incredible, historic, memorable moment in sports. But there's uh, one that's happening right now that's more impressive. We'll tell you what it is next. Kenny and Carlin, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz filling in on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Shoots, it's blocked. Michushkin with a Burkowski. He scores! Andre with a giant goal! And you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because this party is over! Colorado wins game one in overtime! Altitude 92.5 on the call. The calls are better. The music is better. And guess what? The Dynasty's better, too. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Neither Canty nor Carlin. It's Harry Douglas and Jason Fitz filling in for the guys 
We'll get back to the NBA. Don't worry. Everybody can relax. We'll get back to game six of the NBA. But we did that hockey last night. And, Harry, we did it in dramatic fashion. And as I watched Colorado, who, by the way, is scoring at a points-per-game clip we haven't seen in a generation, essentially, in the playoffs, take on a Lightning team that's trying to do what hasn't been done in the NHL since the early 80s. I kept looking at it and saying, my God, no matter how much respect we give the Lightning, even in a loss, no matter how much respect we're giving the Lightning right now, it's not enough because this is the meaning of dynasty to me. When you're talking about a third straight appearance in the Stanley Cup final, when you're talking about what they've been able to build as a culture around that franchise within a non-traditional market in the NHL, we have got to step back at some point and say we shouldn't just be talking about the Golden State Warriors and their dynastic run. We should also be talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning the same way we talk about historic teams in the NHL. And Fitz, I agree with you 100%. When you go all the way back to 2014, 2015 season, right? The Tampa Bay Lightning, they lost in the Stanley Cup Finals to the Chicago Blackhawks. Then you move to the next season, 2015. They lost in the Conference Finals to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Who won it all? 2016, 17, they missed the playoffs. Okay, you, you missed it. But back in 2018, they lost in the Conference Finals to the Capitals. Who won it all? 2018-19, they became the number one seed in the playoffs. But they got swept. The last two years, they've won it all. So when you're talking about consistency, you're talking about building a culture and, and, and that foundation, it's in Tampa. And even though they had that distressed 2018-2019 season when they were the number one seed and they got swept, to, uh, swept by Columbus right in the first round, you followed that up. You followed that up with two Stanley Cup wins, but not only did you follow it up with two Stanley Cup wins, you're in the Stanley Cup Finals this year as well. So you have an opportunity to win three straight, three straight, and I think it hasn't been done. I think four straight was by the Islanders, and I think right before that. straight was. was No, I think it was four. Yeah, they they won it in four, and then Mm -hmm. I think right before they won it in four, uh, the Canadians won it four straight as well. So think about how long ago that was. But when you talk about dynasty, it is utterly disrespectful to not mention the Tampa Bay Lightning and what they have been able to do when it, come, when it has come to hockey. you got to give credit what credit is due. Uh, I think a lot more people should be talking about it, and I think it's sad that we aren't talking about it, but we are talking about the Golden State Warriors, and I understand not everybody may not like hockey. hockey. I love it. I love it. And I'm so glad that ESPN has the Stanley Cup Finals now because – I'm going to watch it anyway, but I'm going to watch it on every TV in my damn house now. I'm cutting every TV on because it's the Stanley Cup Finals. You ain't wrong. Like, uh, hey, also, let me give Sean McDonough a tip of the cap. The ABC broadcast last night was uh, was spectacular. And, uh, yes, I'm a hockey fan, so I'm biased to all of this. We were talking about it during the break, you know. And I realized that if you're a Colorado fan, you, right now you are so angry that we have just spent half of this segment talking about a dynasty when Colorado oh, no. <laughs> won last night. What, but, but see, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. On the one hand, if you're Colorado, you won last night, and that's mm-hmm. amazing. On the other hand, if you're Colorado, you won last night against one of the greatest dynasties 
we've seen in modern times. Like, I think that only elevates what Colorado was able to accomplish. And, you know, we talked about it earlier. I think it's worth echoing again. The Avalanche kit here, it took them 14 games to get to the Stanley Cup final. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Last night was their 15th game of the whole playoffs. So you're talking fresh legs, which we thought later in the series would make a big difference. But instead, it made a difference from the outset. Colorado gets out to the quick 2-0 lead, the 3-1 lead, and Tampa Bay has to fight their way back. I watched that series saying, in every sport, when we have great offense versus great defense, which is essentially what we have here, you've got to look around and say, oh, my God, this is the exact matchup we could have hoped for. And, and I, don't, uh, I don't have the stat in front of me, but it's the first time in a very long time that we've had the preseason number one and number two, according to the betting odds, make it all the way to the Stanley Cup final. This is such a rare moment in time where we're used to a sport where a hot goalie gets you all the way to the end. We're used to a sport where you can get on fire, be a low seed, and suddenly unexpectedly win. This isn't unexpected. These are the two best teams coming in to do battle in the Stanley Cup final, and last night lived up to every moment. I just kept thinking, man, if you knocked out Mike Tyson at his peak, that boom, means boom, something, boom. and that's what the Avalanche did last night. That's part of why I think it's so powerful. And I think it's, it's, it's unique the way they came out, right, because they look rested. They started fast with every coach preaches, right? They took a 3-1 lead, um, three goals in the first period, but we got to give credit, too, to Tampa Bay for fighting back and making it a game and sending this game in overtime. But it was no better better than Bur, uh, Burkowski. Game-winning goal, a guy who has been on this stage before the Stanley Cup Finals when he won it with the Washington Capitals. And Sean McDonough, you won't have to go home, but you got to get out of here because I mean, this one is over. You, you think about just the end of the game. Like to, to have the fight, and then uh, the, the puck goes out, which causes a penalty. There's a power mm-hmm. play for the last minute and a half. I was watching it on the edge of my toes. And what's, what's insane is there were so many different moments, so many different little tiny. One second in a Stanley Cup playoff matchup is the difference between win and loss, and that's the craziness about the sport. That's what makes it so intense. Well, we've seen that in the Rangers series with the Tampa Bay Lightning, right, in – in the third period, with 30-some seconds left, you've seen Kucherov make a pass to Palat, and they win that game. we also seen another game. I can't remember off the top of my head which one it was. Is um, You see a, a goal with, like, three minutes to go in a game, sends the game in overtime, and now the team that gave up the goal loses in overtime. <laughs> but yeah. it's just things like that. The th- things like that are deflating, though. When you lose with 30-something seconds to go in – in a in a in a in a hockey game, and you can it, it can be forced into overtime, or the, or you're up one goal and you give up a goal with three minutes to go, and then it goes in overtime and you lose it. We've seen ebbs and flows, but one of the things I love from the teams, especially the two that's remaining, well, Colorado didn't have to deal with much like this, but Tampa Bay is that they have that drive and they have that experience, and they're not they're not just going to give up easily. Yeah, Tampa Bay's not going to lay down, but Colorado can also score on anybody. And they're so the fast chess as hell. match of what's going to happen next is going to be incredible. Speaking of chess matches, you can watch the road to the rematch. It's on. Bantamweight champ Juliana Pena, former champ Amanda Nunez, go head-to-head as coaches on the historic 30th season 
of The Ultimate Fighter. Stream the series now exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. Sign up now at ESPNplus.com. While you're there, signed up at ESPN+. Plus. Remember, you can also watch the Stanley Cup Final take place on ESPN+, Plus if you're not watching it on ABC. We'll continue to get you ready for the NBA Finals and discuss the unsung heroes that have helped the Warriors on this run. We'll break it down next. Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz filling in also on the ESPN app. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Every minute we get closer to game six, Celtics, Warriors. And we all know what to expect. But that's more than we can say for one of the players on the court for Golden State that never thought he'd be here. Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz filling in for the guys. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You guys can hang out with us, 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. There are a lot of side pieces to the, and I don't mean the side piece like cultural side piece. I mean like <laughs> other pieces uh, in the puzzle. Bro, what the hell, bro? I mean, you can't I'm be just... talking about side pieces on ESPN Radio. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm talking, about, I'm talking about like a game piece. Like I have all of these pieces, and over here on the side, there are other pieces. Uh, the, there are unexpected contributors to the Golden State Warriors, particularly throughout the course of the finals. And Harry. I'm not sure there's a more interesting story regarding unexpected contributors for all the attention we pay to one Andrew Wiggins than Gary Payton II, the Warriors guard. We all know his name, and we always know the second and what that means for who his dad is. But interestingly, he was on the sideline with Malika Andrews and talked about the Warriors career that almost didn't happen when he said this. Folks at home might not know this, but at the beginning of the season, after you'd been cut by several teams, after you spent some time in the G League, you were looking at the Golden State Warriors to apply for a job. But that job wasn't on the basketball court. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, um, I knew my chances. You know, they were, they were telling me my chances was kind of low to making a team. So I was just trying to, they had a video coordinating job open. And I was trying to, you know, get in that job, uh, try to ask for an interview for that job just to stay around this team and, you know, be around the team and see if I can help and you know you never know a 10-day mic pop up you know in between that in between that video coordinator room so um you know I just stayed with it and uh you know next thing happened they got a call saying we figured it out and uh you know I'm staying so that was uh 
no more video coordinating job. <laughs> but how far down the line were you of really thinking that you were going to be working in the video coordinating room, not being on the roster? Oh, um, it, it came very, very real at the moment, you know. Um, like I said, they cut me, and I was like, uh, next step was go back to the G or, you know, try to stay here and be close to the team. So I try to stay here close to the team, and next thing you know, I'm getting a call saying, you know, you're the 15th man. So uh, it worked out. <laughs> I mean, mm -mm. imagine that moment, Harry, where you think your career is over. Your best shot is going to be to be a video coordinator. And now all of a sudden you are playing an important role in the NBA Finals. For me, it's the mindset, right? It's the mindset that, okay, you've been cut, but you have the mindset that, you know what? Let me see what I can do to be around this organization. It's a video coordinator job open. Let me apply for that. Let me try to make my ways that way. The mindset, the vision, still having that vision for your life and what you want because everything starts there. Everything starts with the vision, fits, But then the belief in himself, to still believe in yourself. And I'll tell you this, don't put it past anybody in the, in the Warriors organization that they, they had this mindset. This young man is trying to apply for the video coordinator job so he can just be around this team still. Don't think anybody in that organization didn't weigh in on that and see it as an opportunity for this young man and his mindset. Because they look at once you get to that level, they look at everything. But I just love his heart. And in game five, he was an integral piece to the success that they had in the Warriors winning. He had 15 points, but it wasn't just his points. It was the steals, getting the loose balls, rebounding and you know how Draymond brings that energy for that team I look at um, um, Gary Payton II the same way I think he's a guy that's a high energy guy that brings that extra energy that guys may need on that Golden State Warriors team so when Draymond isn't doing it you have another one and him scoring 15 and I'll tell you and I can't remember I think it was game four where he had a wide open three right and this is where I, I like to say KYP know your personnel Know who you are. Can you make the shot? Yeah, you can make the shot. But I see a wide step. I, st I see a Steph Curry coming around the hoop. It's going to be wide open. Let me just throw this pass right behind me to Steph Curry. And what did he do? Bang! Drop the three-pointer. KYP, understanding your personnel, understanding different parts of the game and how the game is flowing. He gets that from his father. See, that's why I love guys at any level who are second-generation players and a lot of GMs and owners – Love to have players like that because they grow up with a different mindset than guys who ha didn't have that. You also, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, ESPN Radio, um, th there's a level of, of life that for a lot of people, when you get your butt kicked, it hits different. Now, there's exceptions to every rule. Certainly, you can be handed everything and still be very successful. But I can only speak to the people that I've been around in music and in, in sports and in this industry and there's a moment when you think you've lost your dream mm -hmm. and then you get it back, man, it hits different. I don't care who you are. If you have worked your entire life for this one thing and you realize it's not going to happen and then all of a sudden you hit the life lottery and it does, it hits different. I, I, I toured with one artist that had at one point I played with for a little bit 
and he had had a number one right out of the gates. And then his second song went to number one right away. And his third song was going for number one. And he had to do what in country music they call phoners. He had to call all the country radio stations and just do interviews for a couple of days. He pitched a fit on the bus and was like, why would I do this? Like, what's my record label doing? I don't need to do these things. Because he didn't know how difficult it was to get a number one. He's never had a number one since. And yeah, I don't think and that's not true for everybody. But I know so many people that have worked their entire life to get something. And then you think you got to give up on that dream. And all of a sudden, the lifeline is passed out. That hits different. And every mm-hmm. time I watch Gary Payton the, the second play in the finals, I just keep thinking about you can't coach what happens when that guy never thinks he's going to get that opportunity and finally does. You can't coach the fire that gets lit when somebody thinks they've lost their dream and then gets a second chance at it. Man, if that doesn't hit you different, then you shouldn't be doing what you're doing in the first place. And Gary Payton II obviously knows this is an opportunity for him to come out and show everybody what he almost didn't get to show the world. Like that, that's it factor, X factor. You can't put a dollar sign on and you can't coach. But I'll tell you this, though, Fitz, the greatest part about it all is that it shows why he's out there on the court. His positive energy is infectious. It shows. So the Golden State Warriors, when they go back in their meetings and their, in their rooms and stuff and, you know, head coach GM on and all that stuff, it, we love this guy. We gave this guy opportunity. He, did, he didn't take it for granted. But he knows he belongs, but he didn't take the opportunity for granted. He made the best of the situation. We need guys like that around here. Let's not forget now, Draymond Green is a second-round draft pick. Draymond Green didn't get drafted in, in the first round. Energy. Energy. Positive energy is infectious, and it, and it makes a difference not just on sports teams, but in the place of business, in relationships, and everyday life. So positive energy, if you don't have it, you might want to get it because your life may be a lot better when you do present it. I keep thinking about the fire, and I mentioned it earlier. Like, there's a lot that I give Harry grief about because of our friendship. But there's a lot about Harry that I will always respect. And one of those things is, you know, trying to make it, right? I think there's so many similarities between, you know, I, I built my, yep. my career from a podcast, right? And the number of times that I was trying to get people to realize that I wasn't just a music guy trying to make it in sports. I was trying to be exactly what I do today. Mm-hmm. And the number of times you got to prove somebody wrong. But one thing I'll always remember is, you and I have a, a commonality of looking at people and saying, hey, I'll work for free. Like, I don't care. Just give me a microphone. Just let me sit. Just give me an opportunity, man. Let me work. And I think about that. For everybody, it's different. But there's a drive when you just know you got to prove the world wrong and you understand how much this moment means. That's the drive I see in Gary Payton II. And it's not going to make him a top 10 player of all time. But, man, in a game of inches. It'll make, him, it'll make him stick around. Variable, right. And and when every variable makes a huge difference, you can't tell me that doesn't make a difference in the series we're seeing right now. Those are the intangibles, the X factors that maybe we didn't give enough respect coming into the finals because we are seeing it rear its head every single night. It's the NBA Finals. Don't forget, you can check out here tonight on ESPN Radio. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN Radio stations. The World Cup 2026 host cities have been announced. Harry, very happy. Me, very not. We'll explain next. Candy and Carl. And Jason Fitz, Harry Douglas sitting in on ESPN Radio.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I'm so incredibly curious to see which Jason Tatum shows up tonight and who the other piece is going to be for the Warriors if they're going to win the title this evening. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I, I, Chris, I know game six, Clay. I know about that. We'll get to that in a sec. But Jason Tatum right now, uh, the elimination games, he's been amazing, 32 points a game. There is nothing in this series that would lead me to believe we are going to see that Jason Tatum this evening. Well, here's the one thing I will say to push back on that, Carlin. When they've been up against it, the Celtics have responded as a team. And Greeny alluded to it when he was on the show with us earlier, but this is a team that's 3-0 and in elimination games in this postseason, and they faced a similar set of circumstances in round two against the reigning defending world champions, the Milwaukee Bucks. They were down 3-2. They won a game on the road in Milwaukee, and they won game seven at TD Garden. So really impressive to see the Celtics respond to adversity in that way but the NBA finals is a different animal and you're just not quite sure how players are going to respond under those circumstances under this kind of pressure um, knowing that you're this close to a championship and you have the potential to let it slip away so I'm interested to see what version of Tatum we're going to get tonight as well but if he's ever going to change the narrative around him about not being in club superstar or being on the outside looking in of this elite superstar club then it's going to have to start tonight, Carlin. And for me, the best way for Tatum to get a good start to this game is by not turning the basketball over. That, to me, is the biggest thing that Jason Tatum needs to do. Dirt turn the ball over. We know he can shoot it. We know he can distribute and be a playmaker. The biggest thing is not being an impediment to your team and not giving away offensive possessions. That's the part that he has to avoid. If he doesn't, then you're talking about the Golden State Warriors wrapping this thing up in six. I don't buy into the the game six Clay stuff as much. And I know that Clay went back to watch the game six Clay uh, stuff when he was trying to get his confidence back a few games ago. Having said that, Clay needs to play at 
a an exceptionally high level tonight if mm. the Warriors are trying to wrap this up on the road. And to me, that means 28 and above as far as points. He has to be that guy. Well, you know you're going to get good Steph Curry, right? Yeah. There's no chance. That's that a Steph given Curry for me, and I'm taking Wiggins back. as a given, too. Okay, so you need all three of those guys to have big nights for the Golden State Warriors and never to close out. To get it done on the road tonight, yes. Yeah, I, I think that's probably right. I, I mean, Steph Curry said as much. He said they're under no illusions about what they can expect going into TD Garden. This is going to be one of the hardest games. It's Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz sitting in for the guys. Don't forget the NBA Finals are on ESPN Radio tonight. Also, uh, that coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN, ESPN radio stations, which means when you're done hanging out with me and Harry, you should stay right here, hang out with Sarah Spain, getting you ready on Spain and Fitz, the great ESPN radio show you can listen to every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern typically. So you guys know how this show ends every single day. We get to a little, have a little fun with some of the other sports stories going on. It's time for some three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. All right, Harry. Let's start three and out with the top story that we need to pay a little attention to and give a, a tip of the cap to Sue Bird. Sue Bird, the legend, has announced. She's retiring after this WNBA season, meaning that we get the rest of the season to make sure everybody soaks it in, watches her as much as possible. Every team can figure out a way to say farewell, and we can all realize her impact not just to the WNBA, but to women's sports overall and what her voice has meant to women and athletes all over the world. Iconic Sue is what I'm going to call her, and I'm going to buy down, as should everyone else, because she's meant so, so much to women's basketball she has been a person that young girls and, and even girls that are teenage and in their 20s, people that a person that they can look up to, to aspire to be of all the things that she accomplished. You talk about Olympics. You talk about national championship in college. You talk about WNBA titles, um, EuroLeague champion. Everything you could think of, the accolades, Sue Bird has been that. So give her her flowers. And I'm definitely going to do that right here to have the greatness she's had and then also have the impact she's had to women's sports is just absolutely unbelievable. Let's go to the next, uh, the next story in our three and outs. The uh, cities have been officially selected to host the world cup matches. The announcements are out in the U S 11 cities make the list, New York, New Jersey, LA, Dallas, San Francisco, Miami, Seattle, Houston, Philly, Kansas city, Boston, and Oh, Atlanta. Hmm. Mm, as I dance, mm, mm, because ants are in my pants, uh, uh, Atlanta will host. So guess what, Fitz? I'm going to toast. Hey, that's all I have, buddy. Why that wouldn't Atlanta host a, a World Cup? Because series. Nashville why, why? is a better host. Because Nashville would be a better host city. The party would be better. We all know it all day, every day, because we should see that game taking place in my Nashville, Tennessee, not in your <laughs> Atlanta. Although I, I take that all but back. But I, I can't, I can't diss Nashville. I can't no, diss no, Nashville because no. I lived there for three years, and I have embraced that city. And that By city embraced me. So I would never say anything bad about Nashville. Nashville got me in tune with my country music. It has me going to rodeos, wearing my cowboy hats with my big buckle and my cowboy boots. 
Nashville embraced me. I embraced Nashville. The first place I went to in Nashville, you want to know what the first place I went to when I got to Nashville? Honky Tonk, damn it. I went to the Honky Tonk. I thought maybe it was going to be Uncle Bud's Catfish Chicken. So Nashville, maybe next time. But until then, maybe next time it's ATL. You know the rest of the words. Worst. All right, let's go to the next story. And this involves the weatherman. Like, look, you think that sports talks hosts are wrong all the time? We all know weathermen are wrong all all the time. But this Mississippi weatherman may have been right when he used an NFL analogy to describe the ten day forecast. And now we look at our ten day forecast. It's looking a little bit like those Dallas Cowboys is peaking in the nineties. Wow. <laughs> this is hilarious. And all I can think about is all the Dallas Cowboys fans who, especially like last year, they were so high. Oh, we're going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. I was high on the San Francisco 49ers last year. And when they beat Dallas in Dallas, I was smiling ear to ear. But it also lets Dallas Cowboys fans know this. Life is a game of ebb and flows. You can't get too high. You can't get too low. You got to stay even keel, especially when dealing with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I, I got nothing to say to this because I'm not sure where in the world the high only gets into the 70s when my beloved Raiders peaked. Uh, I, look, I'll admit it. I'm the first to say it's been a rough time. I appreciate a little weatherman humor. Uh, Joe Burrow. Not giving us any humor. He's giving us the straight talk. He's giving us the facts. He's giving us the real when he says, quote, I mean, Batman's not really a superhero, but the movies are the best. I really like Spider-Man growing up. I would say not a Superman fan. Batman beats Superman. Everything he just said there is so stinking true, especially the part where Batman's not a superhero. He's just a kid that needed a lot of therapy that uh, has obviously got too much money and is really brilliant. Like, okay, cool. You build super suits. That doesn't make you a super ant. Yeah, when I think of superheroes, I think of Spider-Man and people like Wolverine, the Hulk, you know, things like that. They're, they're very different. Batman just throws on a suit and gets in a car. Like, what else does Batman do? Like, he doesn't have what, is his super, what, is his super, what is his superpower? Now, he beats Superman because he's smart enough to show up with kryptonite. Yeah, like, that, that one's pretty easy. But you but think Superman about the Flash. Like, what does Superman the Flash do? The Flash do superpowers. Like, you... What what superpower does Batman have? I mean, I don't know. The Flash wasn't that much faster than Harry Douglas, right? Like we, we, <laughs> we got a little bit of speed going on there. Like like but you're right, like Wolverine grows fangs, Spider Man can crawl up walls, Superman can fly, Batman gets in a fancy car he built and the fancy suit he built and uses the who, fancy toys he built. Who would you want to be though? If you could be any bra- of the superheroes, who would you want to be? But he break he breaks women's hearts too. Yeah, no, I want to be Batman because That's Batman definitely All right. has a way with the ladies. Yeah, I want to like, be Batman too. Like I love Batman. I, so, I don't want to, but be he's a not a superhero though. Too much superhero. with being superheroes too. Like I, I don't really want to have to save the world. I want to sit in my cave and decide when I feel like coming out of my cave. When I come out of my cave, I want to be able to use fancy toys and then go back in my cave until a pretty girl calls. Like I don't think this is rocket <laughs> science, Devin. I think we just figured it all out. I don't know what we're doing. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Spain and Fitz without Fitz is next, but stick around. Sarah's going to be awesome as always. Thanks for hanging with us.